But yeah, we're definitely going to talk about composting toilets, the good, the bad, the poop, all of it. We'll give you the real scoop on the poop. This is not a drill. Repeat, this is not a drill. Shall we begin? Welcome to this Nomadic Idea show where we discuss the uncensored truth about living life full-time on the road. On today's show, we're going to talk about composting toilets. (laughs) Does it work? Is it worth it? What is the real cost of one and would it be a right fit for you? Um, It fits pretty good on my butt, I have to say. (laughs) Or your butt I think it fits good. Or maybe it's the other way around. I don't know. But yeah, we're definitely going to talk about composting toilets, the good, the bad, the poop, all of it. Give you the real Skinny. scoop. Ooh. Ooh, scoop is good. <laughs> we'll, give you the the real, scoop. we'll give you the real scoop on the poop <laughs> on this show of this nomadic idea. Um, we are going to give you the uncensored truth about the composting toilet. Now, it was a pretty big trend a yeah. few years ago. Yeah. And we're going to share with you why it was kind of a big trend. But first, we're going to kind of go over a little bit about our experience with it. Do we like it? Do we not like it? Um, who has flowed the pee tank more? <laughs> okay, let's 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 back up a little bit because um, let's talk about what is a composting toilet? M- mainly, how does a composting toilet work? Because I think... To move forward in this conversation, we kind of have to understand full circle. Mechanics. The mechanics of, of it. The so, poop and the pee. <laughs> so, so essentially the way a composting toilet works, and they all kind of work similar with uh, just different variables, is, is that it separates your solids from your urine. And that is what keeps it supposedly smell free. And we're going to dig into does it. You know, is that is that is that the truth? Is that the real truth or not? Um, and so you have these two separate tanks and you urinated one and then you poop in the other. And by keeping them um, entirely separated from one another, essentially what you're doing is mitigating any of the smells uh, that that's the idea behind it. Right. They can't play together. Well, that's the key. <laughs> the poop can't play with the pee. The pee can't play with the poop. Yeah, separate. You go in your corner, you go in your corner. Right, pretty much. Or a tank. Right. And so you have a more hands-on approach with your urine. You have a more hands-on approach with your solids because essentially you have to then empty those tanks directly rather than going through, funneling through a tube, aka your black tank, uh, your black water tank, uh, you are directly more hands-on. And I say hands-on a little loosely because you, in some sometimes cases... Sometimes <laughs> it can be hands-on. So, sometimes it's a little bit more You're hands-on. getting up close and personal with some uh, so, some poop sometimes. I, we have to tell you, that's the truth. The, that is true. That is, that is very true. I can't wait to dig in to that. But so that's kind of the idea behind it and inside the solids tank you then have an agitator it's just a metal agitator that you rotate and that is your flush system uh to be able to kind of it all goes where it needs to go um and so that's the bare bone basics we're probably going to dig in and talk a little bit more about 
the nitty gritty of how it really functions. Um, but that's kind of the general gist of how it works. Now we have an airhead uh, composting toilet. Uh, when we first bought our trailer, we didn't have a toilet. It did not have a toilet. It had already been gutted. So we, at that point in time, when we went to go gut it, we knew we had to make a decision. Are we going compost toilet or are we going, are we, the black water was there. The black water tank was already installed. Do we take that out and go composting entirely or do we just, uh, just go with the way trailers are built and go with a flush system. Yeah. And I have to say that when you take a 40 year old plus black tank out or you look at it for the first time, <laughs> it's pretty easy decision. I mean, yeah, I repurposed a lot of stuff in our Airstream. I was able to fix a lot of stuff. I was able to make things old new again, but the black tank looked like it was petrified and i'm sure it was almost petrified so you know we we had this decision making and at that time composting was so trendy i mean and it still is you know a lot of people still buy composting toilets don't get me wrong but at that time it seemed like a lot of these big rv youtube channels and uh, other youtube channels they're saying oh compost com and tiny home nation we watched mm -hmm. they were talking about composting uh toilets all the time um and it, it did sound a little like, man, I'm going to help the environment or I'm going to, I'm going to compost, damn it. And it sounded very, you know, kind of like you were doing a good thing. There was a lot of talk about, about how you could then turn it into compost and help out local community farms that needed it and there was just there was a lot of buzz around how environmentally sound it was to actually go with a compost toilet yeah until we found out there's only a few uh of those real recyclable composting big areas um in the country so uh you know you want to drive 200 miles to dump your uh, poop that that's good but in reality um <laughs> you're probably going to do something else with it. So, but the one of the things that we found out very, very early when we were looking at, do we get the airhead or do we get the nature's head? Nature's head, airhead. And we we found a couple of things interesting. One, nature's head was born out of airhead. In fact, those guys were partners. Oh, and the guy that left the partnership and he decided to make Nature's Head. Nature's Head was an affiliate link. And so we found out that there were so many people buying Nature's Head all the time. And, and all these RV YouTube channels were promoting uh, Nature's Head because it had an affiliate link. There was an affiliate partnership, whether it was Amazon or other, where Airhead said, oh, hell no, I'm not doing the affiliate link affiliate stuff well upon our research we found out that you know what airhead has a regular toilet seat and so you think well what does a regular toilet seat have to do with anything well you know <laughs> the transition when you're sitting on the toilet it could be everything <laughs> you know i mean like oh i'm gonna get a i'm gonna get a toilet seat that's not real toilet seat so have fun sitting down on that so we thought well yeah a regular toilet seat actually makes sense if it's a toilet well i think when you're looking at um 
going from a sticks and bricks, something that you're very accustomed to, um, even we were backpackers, you know, and so we had had our time pooping in the woods for sure. So, but, but still at the end of the day, you poop in a toilet that is, it has um, regulation and size dimensions and it, it has that perfectly you know, structured seat. It's a regular toilet seat. <laughs> and I think when you first transition into uh, moving, you've made the decision to go compost toilet. The transition becomes that much more easier um, to actually do something like the airhead that actually has, while they're smaller dimensions, they're still like the same type of dimensions um, as a regular toilet. And it does help with the process because the reality of moving to a compost toilet is, is that you have to learn how to potty train yourself as an adult all over again. And that, that is a reality. You now go from just doing your business in a regular toilet, you flush it, you don't even look at it, you go about your business, right? But you move into a composting toilet and now you have to so carefully and so precisely separate your urine from your solids. And it's, it is legitimately like potty training all over again, but you're doing it as an adult this time. And there is no flush. And it's there a is. lever. So you've got a, you don't really call it flushing. Flushing indicates that there's a systematic operation of water, drain, suction, and it goes down. In the composting toilet, it's basically just a lever drop. You, 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 gravity. You know. It's gravity fed. <laughs> there's a hole. You, you release the lever, it drops. I mean, it's so very basic. there's really no flush to it. But on the, on the good note, there's less mechanics to fail. Yeah. <laughs> And there's, well, yeah, there's a lot less plumbing, water, and uh, complete black tank failure. Um, and, of course, it's the inappropriate and embarrassing, oops, I made a mistake dumping the black water at the dump station. So, you know, that is eliminated. <laughs> yeah. I So, <laughs> I remember reading all these blogs and trying to make a decision. Are we going to go... Uh, with the composting toilet, or are we going to go with a regular flush toilet, you know, built for an RV? Um, and we decided composting toilet. And, and, and I, and I, there were the, all these ideas in our heads, like, we would read that, oh, people would discreetly go take the urine tank into a Starbucks. Well, we're not ever around a Starbucks with our trailer. And we're not discreet. <laughs> and we're not discreet. And, and it, and it's funny, because, you know, now, all these many months later, as we've now grown accustomed to our composting toilet, there is no flush system. And so it is a crank handle and you just urinate. And for women, you know, we have extra stuff to wipe with. And so that just goes into a basket waste um, rather than adding it, obviously, into uh, the toilet itself. And so I now go into a rink, which is rare that I actually use a real restroom these days. But every now and again, I will actually use a legitimate restroom in a sticks and bricks building. And I will sometimes forget to flush the toilet. And it's the most embarrassing thing because because I've gone so accustomed to this way of life that we've lived and we do it multiple times a day that every now and then 
I embarrassingly will like, w- start to walk out of the stall or walk out of the restroom like, oh, I go back, do the walk of shame, hang my head. I forgot to flush the toilet. You get so accustomed in your routine, just like you did with a normal toilet. That So the adjustment from a no- normal toilet to this becomes that much more difficult, just like it is going from a composting toilet back to a normal way of life and for the for the guy for the for the you know the male in the airstream (laughs) so when you pee in our airhead they've got two kind of urine holes and the instructions tell you in in the uh instructions that guys are (laughs) supposed to sit down and pee i'm like oh hell no so um, because the weight um then creates a um, a little bit better um, gasket grip on the P tank, and that's the engineering behind it. But I find that you know, at fifty uh, something years old, I've learned to pee like laser stream, right? <laughs> and so um, I stand up, I pee just like it's a regular toilet. I, I don't do anything different except now I have to be laser focused to get my urine in a hole that's about that. Big. I think it's even smaller. If <laughs> and, you're and yeah, there are some times where, you know, it, it just wants to do its own thing and it might go take a left or a ride um, and I have to compensate and it's, it, I have to do it very quickly. Um, but, but that's, that's the composting thing, you know, like that's, that's the gig. Um, that's what you got to know. We're, we're probably making it sound like, oh dear God, I would never get a composting toilet. Um, but that's actually the opposite of what we think. We, we actually like our composting toilet. I love it. So, so when we decided, um, to, to go composting, I, I was, I was probably a bigger fan of it overall. And so immediately, uh, the task of uh, maintaining the composting toilet kind of fell on my shoulders and I was like, okay. Well, we negotiated that. That was a negotiation. It was, but I very willingly accepted the responsibility for it. And so this entire time I've had the responsibility of maintaining, uh, cleaning, uh, emptying, uh, just kind of hands-on maintenance with the compost toilet. and Becoming one with the compost. And even... And even be even with that, I love the composting toilet. Now there are some things that I don't enjoy about the composting toilet, um, but overall, hands down, I am so grateful that we that we went with this because yes, it's it's absolutely more maintenance than you would have uh, with a uh, black water tank toilet. Possibly, possibly, um, because you have to factor in that. Yes, we have more, um, you know, maybe daily maintenance yeah. or, or weekly maintenance. Absolutely, no doubt. Um, Blackwater tank wins all day. However, as far as catastrophic failure, that leads to, you know, a much bigger issue with a regular RV flush toilet um, that has water lines susceptible to leaking, that has... You know, the, the mechanism of the toilet itself breaking because there's a lot of plastic parts in RV toilets, you know, a lot of plastic parts. And you, all, you also have the fact that it still has a flange to it and that could leak also. 
Um, so, and then you've got the actual black water tank. You've got valves to release the black water. You've got the, the merge tank between the gray and the black. So you've got a lot of mechanisms in a regular flush toilet that can lead to failure. So work now, work later. In the RV world, it's going to be up to your lifestyle to figure that out. Do I want less work now? Do I want more tedious work, weekly work to, to, to solve the composting toilet issue? Or do I want a catastrophic RV repair where we're going to be down for, you know, possibly, uh, you know, uh, you know, four or five days, maybe even a week, maybe even longer fixing a bigger issue because of a black tank. So, you know, it, you've got to really make that decision if you're looking at a composting toilet versus, you know, a regular RV, you know, flush toilet. Good point. Good, very good point. Because I think there's, I think there's more mechanics. Yeah. More mechanically, things can go wrong with a regular flush toilet. The other thing I would say too, and the reason why I like the composting toilet, because, you know, our our airstreams a, it's a nineteen seventy six vintage airstream. Weight is everything to this thing, right? So, our we were lucky. We have our airstream is a center bath airstream. It was originally that way, and it is that way now. So, I already had pre built gray water and black water tanks in the airstream. The one thing that I I liked is removing the black tank is. I literally saved almost 225 pounds empty, right? In water weight. Oh, okay. Going okay. from dump station, like if, if I'm boondocking and I have to dump, um, or just axle weight, just just weight that's sitting on the axle when it's stationary. Forget towing, just that stationary weight. So that's 225 pounds that I don't, that's gone. Boom. That That's out of the picture. That's right sitting on the axle. So, yeah, you know, I don't know. It's, uh, you know, there's a lot of pros and cons to that, and I, 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 I think, in the long run, that the only thing that Ariane and I have an issue with is um, who is screwing with whose head on when the pee tank is full, and I think that's the real issue we want to talk about. <laughs> I think that's the real. That's definitely Scott's <laughs> issue. She 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 mind screws with me, man. You know, I mean, it's like I don't know if this thing's full. It's just, if it's not full, and so I I've I've come to ask myself out loud. I say this out loud. I'll I'll go to the I'll get ready to go to the bathroom, and you know it's all it's all out. It's ready to go. It's it's ready to go in there, and I stop and I go, Hey, Ariane, is is are we okay with the pee tank? <laughs> And I wait for that answer. Sometimes I hear a snicker. Sometimes, <laughs> like, there's a pause, you know. And, like, oh. I am completely and utterly in her. Um, I've, I'm I'm hoping she's honest with me because we do have a running contest. It's brutal. It's a brutal contest because we're both very competitive. And she's like, oh, yeah, you're good to go. And I'm like... Man, did that sound genuine? Did it sound <laughs> like did she stutter? You know, like and then I have to I I literally zip zip up my pants back up and then take the flashlight to look at the P tank to see whether she's telling the truth. It's all about credibility with the P tank <laughs> at this point. And I'm like, okay, she's telling the truth. And she goes, No, I would tell you if it was full. But then she jokes about it. She goes, you know what? I it was so full the other day. I was and I knew you had to go and I wasn't gonna tell you. I'm like what what is that? What what? So, no, I don't know. I feel like that is b melding into a topic about 
relationships in a small space. Credibility in RV, full time. <laughs> but no, but we tank do, credibility. We do. We have a very competitive streak, and I, I, I wasn't this competitive until we started living in this small of a space and all of a sudden so we have this uh running game of go fish of, of all things of all things we could do it's go fish is like is our card game is our card game and that's when things get real and the competition comes out and somehow it it melded into <laughs> into the urine tank being is it full or is it is it not full can i urinate in it or should i be going outside and, and so it's been and i, it's I been asked a that fun. question the other day and she said go fish oh, what does that mean i don't even know like i'm like well so so yeah so it's an ongoing so it's been the struggle is real man but i mean while we're on this subject uh so i i am winning and I'm going to remain in in the, in the winning uh, because so Scott has uh, overflowed the urine tank uh, twice and I've only done it once. And uh, every single time it will, it creates a significant amount of mess. <laughs> and and somehow the both times that he's overflowed it, it's a. Uh, it falls under my responsibility for cleaning up. Well, that's up. not true. That's not true. Tell the truth. The first time I did it was in the Tampa RV show. Yeah. Well, I did Okay. Not and I was by myself. Up. You weren't even there. And I, I overflowed it on my own because I didn't realize how much you have to watch it um, during beer night. You know, right? So I thought, man, I don't even hear this thing trinkling in the bucket anymore. Like, you know, that's... I usually hear something while well, it's because it's, you know, like dripping over. So that was the first time, right? Well, the second time was really embarrassing for me because we were mooch docking at my friend's house. And this is, was a, kind of a nice neighborhood. And I mistakenly <laughs> came just a tad overflow i mean uh, just a short overflow but it overflowed it overflowed big time and so what did you have to do <laughs> so scott was far too embarrassed to go i think we should flash something that says true story true story true, true, true story. story scott was mortified and wanted to leave it and i'm like well okay but we're here all weekend i'm not i can't just leave the urine tank in this overflowing state we're staying at my friend's house. So our, the the, the air is parked in front of her house with her husband and in, in a in a pretty nice neighborhood. So it's not like we can just go dump it in the street. Yeah. So yeah. so um so I I took one for the team and um approached his friend who I had just met two hours earlier and asked her if I could dump our urine in her toilet. Yep. Something you just don't really, we never really calculated that when we went to go full time. I mean, I, fi- I figured I had nothing to lose. I didn't even know this person. So can it, I dump it, your pee tank with something we didn't think? I didn't see yeah. that coming. Yeah. I did so, not see um, that coming. Here I come carting uh, a two gallon uh, tank full of uh, potent urine and uh, we dumped it directly into her toilet. <laughs> and 
I know she she tried to cover it up. And I clean I, clean, I cleaned up. I cleaned up the best I could, but um, two gallons of urine's it has a has a unique smell to it. Um, and so she went in there with gloves afterwards, <laughs> lit two candles and spritzed that bathroom down. It was it was quite an embarrassing moment, but I but we all laughed about it later. So, yeah, yeah, it was it was f- <laughs> it has a has like a, a funny ha 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 embarrassment <laughs> realism to it. So, um, yeah, things like like. I don't think I ever really, um, I don't think I ever thought about little life moments that, you know, especially when you're full-time Marving that you would experience and, and nothing says embarrassment more than having your friend say, come on over, man. You guys are more than welcome to park in front of the house. Uh, we have no problem. And then two days later you're saying, can I empty my pee tank in your toilet? That nothing says realism and full time RV more than that. I don't. I don't know. Well, so but it was good. So, so we have uh, sensed that. I don't think we've overflown the urine tank since. Um, and and you and you kind of get to be one with it. You, it scared I, us straight. That's what it did. <laughs> <laughs> so so at this point we're so in tune uh with it that we can we can hear a difference we can hear i i can hear uh kind of where we're at whether we're half full uh whether we're getting really really close to the fill line and that kind of thing and so we've kind of devised a lot more of a strategic plan now um, in regards to checking in. And we have approximately two days uh, to be able to fill two gallons worth of urine. Now, that obviously changes, you know, if we have beer night or if we have wine night or if we have a friend of ours coming in and Which using the Which is almost tank. every night, folks. I mean, let's face it. <laughs> I mean, it's not once a week we have beer night or wine night. And so that does obviously change uh change that component for us. And so I, I think we've gotten to a really, really good um, rhythm with kind of understanding when it's time to check it. Um, and so it has not happened since. But we have had other detrimental moments while we're, while we're talking about it. Um, we've had detrimental. But there, there was once where I forgot to um, undo the trap. And so... Um, <laughs> It piled up on me, and so. And why come that doesn't count? That, that was, would be one to nothing. By that, the way, that was fun. Um, that, that that I got I got really close and personal with my poop on that moment. Um, and uh, once there was another time in which I walked past the bathroom. Remember, we have a center bath, and so the hallway as you pass by, all of a sudden. The wall was a different color. It's usually white. It was a little brown this time. And uh, uh, is that my bad? That was his bad. You know, <laughs> so there are, there the struggle is real, man. I mean, it doesn't go. It's not unicorn and rainbows out here, people. It, it the struggle is real. So moving on from the detrimental moments, <laughs> because um, I'm sure even if you had a flush toilet in your RV, uh, there would be moments to speak of there as well. So 
Yeah, you know, it, 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 it's, it's small. It's tiny home living. Tiny, you guys. Home, tiny home living. But one of the biggest the one of the biggest things that we were unsure about in purchasing it is is genuinely is the smell. Does it smell? Does it have a smell to it? And um, that is one of the biggest questions that we get. They're like, oh, if you have to be so more hands on with your uh, business. You know, I don't want to deal with those smells. I just want to like flush and be done with it. But the reality is, is that urine smells. And when you go to separate uh, the two components, you have nothing but straight up urine. And in non-diluted form with no water added to it, yes, it does have a smell. But on the flip end of it, you become extremely accustomed to the smell, and it's not—it's—it's it's not as as uh, as as I'm trying to find the right word uh, foul as I would have anticipated it being up front. I got accustomed to the smell very, 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 very quickly. So the other question we get a lot, and um, I think this is important for people that are contemplating getting a composting toilet or not, and I know one's going to ask this question. Where do you dump the urine? Where's a good place to dump the urine? How do I dump it? You know, is it public, private? What the heck do you do with the urine? Well, we've got a hands-on piece of information from a ranger that uh, we encountered in the Coconino National Forest between Sedona and Cottonwood right off of, and it's a big boondocking spot, 525, 525C. Everyone goes there. Everyone knows about it. Thank you, Campendium. And um, we, we met a ranger, and Ariane had a two-hour conversation with a, uh, a ranger, and she got the scoop on the poop. So you asked him point blank. I know scoop and poop rhymes. I thought it would be a little bit more of a, a catch. Um, we got the, we'll edit that. We got the great, we got the scoop on the pee. <laughs> So here's the deal. Um, you go camping, uh, you or you go backpacking. Uh, uh, you may be riding a TV. I, I don't know, whatever the case is, and you have to go to the bathroom. So you urinate out in the woods, right? You urinate out in the desert. You urinate where you need to go, um, not leaving your toilet paper behind. Not going to get into that. But... That's okay to do. The thing is, is, is that, so directly from the ranger's mouth, it's no different. Here's the catch is, is like, if you urinate, you're just leaving a small amount in one area. It's the salts that attract the animals. Um, and so if you're aware of where the vegetation is and doing it in a spot where vegetation isn't, um, kind of at risk for like digging it up. Um, dumping your urine is completely okay to do. As long as there's not feces in it, dumping your urine is fine to do all that they request. And this is directly from the ranger. And I backed it up with another ranger in a different area in Arizona. And it's going to kind of depend on the land management uh, that owns it. But the 
it is okay to do. You just have to separate it in small little segments um, and kind of spread it around so that you're not impacting one area and you're not saturating one area and you're not putting that vegetation at risk. Because if you think about it in a desert climate, specifically, we're talking about Arizona right now, is that, uh, you know, Desert vegetation is extremely important for uh, the livelihood um, and the protection of the animals there. So they they need that vegetation. Um, if so you can pour it on rocks, that's even better. even better. And yeah. so so the idea is 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 to dump it more sp- like more consistently so that you can be a lot more sporadic about uh, the dumping of your urine tank. So that is one hundred percent okay to do in these areas. Uh, You just always want to check with the land management of where you're going because it does and it may impact um, how you dump that urine. Yeah. And um, we, we never dump our, our solid waste ever, the actual compost. And you would be surprised. The other question that we get a lot was like, man, does that, does your poop smell? Does it smell? You would be shocked at the, it, it, it smells like soil. It smells like dirt. Um, it does not have any kind of a like a bowel movements odor whatsoever. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm shocked at it each time. It does compost. It does work. And the fact that, you know, we, we take that out, we put it in a wag bag or a biodegradable disposable bag, tie it up, and you can throw it right in the garbage, right into a dump station. You want to drive mm-hmm. 200 miles to a recycling composting area, God love you. That's go ahead and do that. But in reality, when you're out in the desert, and the and desert, by the way, is even worse as far as dumping any kind of feces or any kind of uh, just don't do it. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. do it. it. It just it's so bad for this area. Um, you, you know, out east, you know, um, uh, north, even the Pacific Northwest, it's a little bit different terrain. You can dig a cat hole, but most of the time. We always have big biodegradable wag bags. We it doesn't take that long. You clean it out. It mm-hmm. just it's not that long of a process. It's not right. dirty. It's not filthy. You you know you don't get a gag reflex because you're like man that that actually smells like like dirt. It has a very organic composting smell to it, and I'm I'm always shocked by it. <laughs> so the very first time that we emptied, the very first time that we emptied uh, the solids tank. Um, we had a lot of friends that had come and camped with us. We were doing a meet and greet <laughs> and Ariane cleans the composting and she's showing all of it's like people. I don't know. She was looking at that Scott's poop right there. It does look how organic it is. And I'm like, oh, dear God. <laughs> Scott was so upset with me because one of them asked, oh, I'd love to learn that process. I'm thinking about a composting toilet. I'm like, come on in. I had no idea what to expect. I didn't know what I was about to expose to the public, but I just didn't, I didn't care. I'm like, let's learn together how to dump the compost toilet. And so here I am pulling out a bucket and I am so unbelievably impressed, especially for a first round where I anticipated a lot more errors. Um, you were a rookie back then. I was a rookie. <laughs> and here I am. And I'm and I am letting everybody. OK, there's like six people. Right. I'm letting everybody smell it like I have the bucket and everyone's like dumping their heads into it going, oh, my gosh. 
oh my gosh, that doesn't even smell at all. And Scott is over there mortified, just red face. And he's, I could just see Steve mortified out of, his, out of his ears. Um, But no, so honestly, no, it does not smell. And now we've changed it. Um, At this point, we're on six. We are we haven't even hit our seventh change yet um, being out here. So it's about once a month. Um, and uh, it has yet to smell. And every single time I'm just floored and I'm shocked. And every time we open the trap door, there's nothing. It does have a soil smell. It does have like an earthy smell, but in no way, shape or form, you can't even... You can't even force the smell. We have, it doesn't. It doesn't smell. It doesn't. Well, we we smell. have not had one smell, one odor, one like. What's that smell? Well, we have. Well, I left the the trap open in the um, uh, in the dump in in our when we were on full hookups. I left the the valve open and a back it backflowed. The the air. Someone had dumped it next to us. <laughs> the air came back up. And yeah, it, oh, there was a smell there. You were such a rookie. You were such a rookie, yeah, back then. a rookie back then. No, actually, we have had uh, one time in which it did smell, and that was because we were on full hookups for a month. We were uh, we were we were at a campground for one month, and we weren't using it, and so we weren't cranking the handle. We weren't actually putting it into motion. We just had kind of let it sit. But simultaneously, a learning lesson for us equally was that um, it works off a computer fan to dry out the components in the uh, solids tank. And uh, the, the, the screen component on the fan to kind of help keep that moisture um, exiting from there, it, uh, it was caped over with so much dust and we were unaware of it, dog hair, dust. Um, and, and so it didn't have an outlet. So that was one time in which it did smell, but of course we were not maintaining it as we regularly would have. Um, so we learned a lot from, we learned a lot from that moment. We learned a lot about maintenance. We learned about how much maintenance actually goes into it. And it is a very daily regimen, um, of kind of wiping the area, uh, with some vinegar and water just to kind of keep it, um, you know, from crudding, that's the weirdest But you know, the funny thing is, use, like, but... once you start getting into that routine and once you start doing that, it's nothing. I mean, like, I don't even think about it anymore. It's like, um, you know, if there's a little splatter, put a little, you know, spritz a little vinegar in there, wipe it up. We have a separate trash can for all that tissue. We don't put in the composting toilet. And, you know, quite frankly, other than the, the one time that, you know, we were at an RV park for a while, mm-hmm. we weren't really using it that much. Um, I think the biggest tip on composting toilets is this, is that you have a computer fan. It's got to run 24 hours a day. Um, make sure that you have, you know, you set aside some battery capacity. I mean, it takes very little battery, but mm-hmm. it will drain your battery if you forget about it. And um, and the fact that that little screen that pulls in that air to exhaust, um, you're going to have to keep that you're going to have to keep that clean because you'll burn out that little computer fan. And as we found out in the desert, it gets dusty really 
quick, everything gets dusty in the yeah, desert. Yeah, but, but, but it does get dusty, really, and you've got to watch that. But I think once you put it into a regiment, so every, every time I empty the urine tank, I also then clean the filter uh, just as like a daily regiment so that I know that it's constantly clean. And it's, yes, it's more hands-on maintenance um, in the moment. It's more uh, direct, um, it's more direct, uh, hands-on, I guess is another word, uh, to, to be able to use with your, your, your cleaning your poop more directly. You are cleaning your urine more directly, but, but it's your poop. It, you're, you're, you're yeah. not, you're, you're not dumping out a, at a dump station where everybody else has dumped with their poop. So, yeah. You know, that I, I will say I still think there's some advantages to the composting toilet. It mm-hmm. all depends on your lifestyle yep. and how you choose and how much you're going to use it. We like it. I love we it. We haven't had a problem with it. And until something proves us wrong with our composting toilet, uh, we're going to continue to keep it. And we think that was kind of like a win-win for us and our lifestyle. Um you know, it does afford us a lot of opportunity to stay boondocking longer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we don't have to auxiliary dump in, um, you know, in a blue boy um, and, you know, make multiple trips all the time. It's, uh, you know, luckily we have a larger capacity gray water tank. And so, you know, we can make just one, you know, one trip a week if we have to dump the gray water, but we can stay stationary in the airstream for a pretty long time uh, with it. Um, I think the valuable information that we got from Ranger Mike in uh, the Coconino National Forest is that dumping your pee tank is okay, just sporadic around. And, and, you know, for people that are thinking about it or, you know, would like to try it, you're more than welcome to ask us questions. I'd like you to comment on the comments below would you use a composting toilet? Are you open to it? Or are you like, no way am I doing that? I love our flush RV toilet. I'd like to know what you have. If you've had good, bad issues with the RV flush toilet. Um, I'd love to hear from you to let us know whether you like it, not like it. Would you use it? Would you not use it? And if you have some disastrous RV Blackwater tank stories, I just <laughs> love those stories. I can never get enough of those um, because they're for the grace of God go I. But and I'm glad I'm not there right now. But <laughs> they, they got a lot of convincing to get me to switch back over to a nor- yeah, normal yeah, yeah, toilet yeah. because yeah. Uh, the composting toilet hands down has been beyond beneficial for our lifestyle. Um, I love it. Um, I love the ease of using it, even though it may be more daily maintenance. In the long run, it's actually less maintenance. And I I just like the rhythm and the routine that we've kind of fallen into with it. And uh, I would highly suggest it highly suggest it to anybody who's even considering it. Um, as long as you kind of know what you're in for, I think that that's, that's a step in the right direction. Yeah. 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 yeah <laughs> um, absolutely. But, but we love it. We yeah. love it. Well, you guys, thank you guys so much for coming in. We really appreciate that. We will see you next Sunday night at eight o'clock <laughs> Eastern standard time. Thank you so much for watching and we will see you later. Bye. Bye.